It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Stars broadcaster Cristiano Simonetta on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, hello, hello. What is going on, everybody? Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, Cristiano Simonetta with you. You're listening to Outside the Box. Rocky Russo will not be joining me tonight, but... I've got some decent substitutes. Lucas Wallen, Mason Marcellus. Guys, thank you so much for helping me kill the next 35 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah, I'm good as well. You guys are seasoned pros by this point. You've already been on the show. I put you through so much media throughout the year. How have you guys, that's a great first question for me to ask you, how have you guys think you've done in the media in this year? Because you came from a different situation in the North American League and yourself. Who knows where you were playing last year? But no, uh, how has uh, that been for you guys dealing with the media this year? Go ahead. You know, it took you a little bit to get me on there. I, I wasn't making the cut at the start of the year, but uh, you've got me out there a little bit now. So uh, I'm getting used to it. I'm liking it. What about you, Wally? Um, for me, it's been good. Uh, we didn't really have that much social media last year. We kind of had uh, our own Alaska. players running our own <laughs> social media accounts. So it's been good. Yeah, and Mason, Drayton Valley, you were just lucky to play a game, right? Uh, I was. I was there for a while, but, yeah, we got a few in. I don't know what the media was there. Someone did it. I'm not sure who. I remember when I heard that Mason had gotten traded to us from the Youngstown Phantoms over the summer, and I like to do my own you know, film and maybe post some highlights. <laughs> it was like trying to find a needle in a haystack oh, yeah. trying to find Probably Drayton Valley <laughs> uh, highlights, but I saw a nice little backhand forehand goal on a breakaway. You probably remember all that stuff. Mason uh, probably doesn't have that many highlights. Uh, oh, man. Well, yeah, because there's like two games. <laughs> but now he's completely turned that around in his first year in the USHL. Yourself as well coming in as a 20-year-old. Nah. You guys just clinched the playoffs for the first time in Lincoln Stars franchise history since 2017-18. So what was that like? Were you guys aware of the situation because we were unable to clinch on Saturday? We'll talk about those games in a little bit, Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. But were you aware of the situation on Sunday, Mason? Uh, I knew we were close, but I didn't really know what that, what had to happen. Like It ended up being like Des Moines had to lose and Sioux Falls had to lose or something. Fargo beat Sioux Falls on Sunday. I was watching that game, but we get an email from the league that says playoff scenarios. If this happens, this happens, Mm -hmm. this happens. We couldn't clinch on Saturday. But uh, when you saw that graphic on social media, was that kind of the – was that the first bit of news that you guys had clinched the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, and then shortly after, Rocky Russo sent out the text in the group chat saying optional practice on Monday. Yeah, so that nice. That's always a great touch. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was good. Especially when you guys have six games over your mm-hmm. next two yeah. weeks. We could talk about the Waterloo Can't situation, wait. too, on Sunday. But let's go back to Friday's game, right? It was a game against the Buccaneers. You guys had just played them the week before. You handled them 6-3, to three, mm-hmm. and it's your line starting things off. Once again, Joe LeMay gets the scoring started. How great have you guys uh, been sensing that this team has the potential to become, whether it's the offense scoring, and we'll talk about you guys, of course, but you get production from the defense, too, starting with Joe on Friday night. Yeah, I think it's been good. Uh, our D have always been, been able to find the back of the net, but uh... – like Rocky says in practice, uh, you got to try to score in practice, and it will translate to the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think our D are probably more consistent scorers than the forwards. We had a little stretch where the D were scoring all the time, so uh, it's good we can always rely on them to to bury a few. 
And is that the type of banter that goes on during practices? Do the D give you guys, you know, during those stretches where the forwards were a little bit cold saying, hey, we're doing everything, we're scoring in practice, scoring in games? Or what was that like? We light them up in practice. They they got nothing to say in practice. I feel like it's more like the D just try to play so much offense in practice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Seriously. It's nuts. It's their pinching. Game. It's we got game. we got two D pinching at the blue line trying to score, and we're going in on breakaways. There's like yeah. six breakaways per practice. And you were the three on three champion, correct? A couple of weeks I, ago, I was. Where in was fact, Lucas in that situation? I was. I don't with, know. Somewhere uh, out. They were out. They weren't even. The I was with Gleb, Sato, Ooh. and Pierce. And <laughs> I think Mastro too. It was. Yeah, that that was, was a mess pretty. of a team. And is that really something that carries into like the locker room after practice? Like oh, if you beat someone in a drill, for sure. So was there like a situation where maybe someone crossed the line a little bit, or is it all kind of stay within the the realms of hockey, just classic chirping between teammates? I would say it depends on the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like me, me and Mason will give it to each other because we, we sit, we're like good buddies. We'll sit next to each other in the in the locker room, but like. I won't give it to some of the guys because, like, I, like Shader, he takes everything personal. Uh, yeah. So you know mm-hmm. he's listening to this, and you know his billet dead air increases probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is that an issue that you see coming up? I mean, this is your first year uh-huh. in this league, and and you're not exactly a 20 year old like Lucas, but you come into this locker room, and there are guys that have been here and had that pedigree, and maybe you mm-hmm. try and you know knock them down a peg or two, right? Yeah, I mean, like Wallen said, there's some guys you don't want to give it to because they'll. They'll give it back to you and bring up random stuff. So you got, you definitely got to be careful what you say to some guys. But most of the boys are good. Like, everyone can take it. And everyone can give it. So it's yeah. all pretty healthy. You're listening to Mason Marcellus, Lucas Wall, and I'm Cristiano Simonetta, the voice of the Lincoln Stars. Do you have a question for myself, Mason, or Lucas? Uh, 402-464-5685. Call us, 402-464-5685. Talking Lincoln Stars hockey. Speaking of people who bring up random things and arguments, Aiden Thompson, your line mate, has oh, just God. been on fire, as well as you two. Don't say that. Uh, look, you have to. You <laughs> have to pump his tires just a little Can't bit because <laughs> as, a re- as a result, it's pumping all your guys' tires because oh, yeah. you guys have been outstanding. Mason, when you were told that you were going to jump up to that wing, you're a natural mm-hmm. centerman, seriously, what was your first reaction to that? Uh, I was definitely excited just to you know have a chance to play with Thompson Walls because obviously they've been together all year. They've been doing great things all year, and I was just – excited to get some points you know i think it just it just comes whenever you play with them so it's nice and lucas i mean when you heard the news for him you guys have been looking for that left wing because you've had a rotating cast on that side with yourself and aiden fitting in so well to begin the year yeah i think we've had we've had a couple different different looks um we've had some some good some bad i mean sada was a pretty good one we ended up getting him a hat trick that one game so yet to get me one (laughs) <laughs> uh, ended up getting Thompson hat trick uh, the other weekend. Mason didn't help out on much on that one, but it's wow. all right. Two primaries, <laughs> and then the game on Saturday happens, and he almost ends oh, up with a hat trick. Yeah. So talk- Rocky didn't want to get us on the uh, <laughs> on the ice to give him it. <laughs> oh, I wonder if Rocky is uh, watching the show and we go watch the replay from home. But uh, let's go through that Omaha game because that's a. It's not necessarily the most hectic environment. I've gone there for three years now, and you come into the ice box, and it's an Omaha Lincoln game, and mm-hmm. the fans are on top of you at Liberty First Credit Union Arena. It's now known as in Ralston. What have you guys noticed from that atmosphere? Mm, they actually I, pretty they pack it pretty well, actually. Yeah, they do a, they do a decent job. There's always people banging on the glass with yeah. like pucks or something. I'm noticing it while I'm playing. Like I tried to make a pass to him. And it was a brutal pass, and I got some like lady banging on the glass behind me. I stopped and I turned around to see who it was. 
so they do they do do pretty well like harassing us yeah they always they had uh, a group of like four like all behind the bench guys behind our bench like trying to talk through the glass and like saying rocky's name and (laughs) that's a bad call and they were like screaming at us they were funny though have you guys ever had maybe it's not yourselves but teammates back in previous levels where maybe a fan said something too far and maybe a guy will give a stick or you know not exactly a tie (laughs) domey grab and and rip him into the penalty (laughs) box or maybe something like that no, I, I mean I've had some guys that chirp back to the fans, but nothing. Or nothing shush physical. the fans, yeah. stuff like that. Nah, I've, nah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't personally had anything, but I've heard some stories back in the Nall of, of some people oh, yeah, doing some crazy, crazy stuff. League. Those are some crazy videos that come out of that league. We were talking about it Probably earlier can't. this yeah, week. I, I mean, Mason, could you see yourself playing in the North American League before coming to the USHL? Uh, I wanted to last really? year. That's where I wanted to end up. Um. But, yeah, I guess all the stories now. I got Luke Johnson telling me the Null Cells the hardest league in the world to play in. So I guess I wouldn't want to end up there. And apparently the rest of the Null is a different league. So I have no idea what I would expect from that. Well, you, <laughs> you can ask him that. Do you really think that it's that, uh, you know, different of a league than the USHL maybe? Um, I would. I would say it, it's pretty different. Um, there's a lot more skill in the USHL for sure. It's a lot faster mm-hmm. pace, I would say. But the Null still has some really good players, uh, very good goaltending in the Null. It's a lot of bigger, older goaltenders that are, I mean, O2s, O1s that are, they're, they're good. Um, mm-hmm. My last year goalie actually is at uh, UMass right now. Um, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's always interesting yeah. talking to people, how their stories come up and how they transition to the ushl because it's really a a terrible argument to look at a guy based on where he played previously and said or and you can say oh you're you're gonna do nothing in this league or, or oh you played in this league last year yet they're on mm-hmm. the same team and in the same league <laughs> do you guys also feel that that has changed perhaps from when you were younger maybe there was a designed route that this is how you get to college hockey and uh, professional hockey and now it's sort of changed the mold a little bit I got a little story. Um, Go for it. Yes. This so, is all about you guys, by the way. You guys are doing me a favor subbing in for Rocky, so whatever we yeah. want to talk about, so take take control, Mason. So two years ago, I was playing prep school in Vermont, and my first game of the season was against a team called Mount St. Charles, which oh, yeah. Joe LeMay played on two years ago, and they crushed us, like 10 nothing first game, like 8-2 the next, like just destroyed us. And Joe was telling me after that game, he like called his dad and he was like, yeah, like, I don't know why we were playing them. There's not going to be anyone come out of that team to, you know, really play like D1 or anything. And then he was telling me this in Texas when I was roomies with him. And he's like, it's it's absurd to just see that you like you're here from that team where I was chirping two years ago. It sounds exactly <laughs> like something Joe LaMeo Washington Capitals draft. Yeah. Back, you know, he played uh, he played where in the B.C. last year with yeah. Salmon. Salmon. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? I don't know if it's a weird pronunciation up no, there. It's... What did what do you know about the, the B.C.H.L.? Obviously, you're a Canadian kid. Was mm-hmm. that an option for you? Uh, Not really. Like I had one team call me, but it was like the day after I signed in the aj so it wasn't really an option i wanted to go there over the aj if i could have like Nall was my first bc second because like bc's the best league in canada i'd say like other than major junior obviously Mm -hmm. um so i would have liked to go there i just i don't know if i was ready or if teams thought i was ready so 
just didn't work out. And Lucas, what about you? You're playing in the North American Tier Three League. I know we've <laughs> talked about that and beaten that story to death. And I know it's it's something in the locker room too, all season long. But it is something to to, to note. It's it's you know, we can laugh about it and stuff like that. But I mean, you it's came impressive. from a situation where a lot of guys in your uh, situation would have probably not been able to work their way up to the USHL, put up the season that you've been having with some great teammates around you. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I kind of just. I didn't really know what junior hockey was, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, was same like, here. Same here. You go to high school, you finished with high school, and either you go Division One or you're mm-hmm. done. <laughs> and it was kind of like once you mm-hmm. go Division One, you go to the NHL pretty much. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I was calling ACHA hockey, club hockey at the University of Illinois, and there were some there were fun stories that oh, I'll be able God. to write about someday. And it's like <laughs> none of these guys – I love them to death. They're all my, my great buddies still, but nobody's – going to the nhl from that league so yeah i had no idea the ushl being from chicago the only guys i knew of were like ironically david backus patrick (laughs) sharp i didn't know what the ushl was at all and that just shows how crazy that development process has been and you guys have found yourselves with two division one college scholarships and as quinnipiac where was that story where does that begin for you when did they first contact you when did you commit all that stuff um Maybe go before that with yeah. Fairbanks here. <sighs> well, Fairbanks was Don't last get him in year. trouble now. So. Like around Christmas, <laughs> I just – they offered, I accepted, and then I came into here in preseason, and I was kind of doubting my – doubting, like, if I wanted to go to Alaska and all that. It's pretty big. Yeah, Colton Pareko's alma mater. Yeah, so exactly. I, well. I always tell the boys that whenever we're watching the highlights. Um, <laughs> we actually saw a, a, a Fairbanks hoodie on <laughs> – Saturday, yeah, sorry, totally Omaha. off topic. Really? <laughs> yeah, at Omaha, there's a Fairbanks hoodie. We were laughing it on the bench, funny. and everyone was looking at us funny. But uh, yes, I just, I just didn't think Fairbanks was a good fit, so I decided to, you know, deco from them. And then Quinnipiac was one of one of the first teams to reach out, and I've always kind of looked at QPAC because right whenever I was like looking at D1 hockey was whatever QPAC was like sick they went to like the frozen four mm-hmm. or whatever um so I kind of hopped on the bandwagon and then I went out took a tour there and it was just like unbelievable it's like everything I loved so what about Lucas St. Thomas did Luke Leyland have such Thomas. a big uh you know <laughs> factor in you ending up committing there I don't know if I'd say that I mean I was, <laughs> you have to give him a shout out I was I was pretty uh, good buddies with Lales oh, actually yeah. when he was when he was here I still keep in touch with him a good amount we're actually gonna be roommates yeah, next year at St. Thomas you're kidding that's awesome so uh no uh I actually I was really looking into St. Cloud actually to be honest it's always kind of what I knew growing sure. up my cousin ended up playing there so I was like oh I went and watched some of his games when I was or when he was there. I was in high school, stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh, this is a sweet atmosphere." Like, I loved it there, and I was like, "Oh, this would be a sweet place to go." Ended up touring there, and I loved it. And uh, they kind of didn't really know their situation with the the fifth year guys and stuff like that. So I, I ended up talking with them a little bit, but uh, I, I kind of figured St. Thomas was it's close to home. I can kind of give back to my parents a little bit, and I mean it's a it'll be a great building school. I'll get a lot of playing time, stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see the new guys. Uh, I'm going to be with the same class for pretty much all my four years, which I'm really excited about. Well, we should be good. So, and are you guys a fan of that fifth year eligibility? It's weird because COVID happened and that yeah. pushed a lot of guys out or, you know, kept some guys back. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of buddies last year that it kind of screwed over, of course. but I mean, you got to, kind of feel bad for some of those guys mm-hmm. yeah you kind of got looking like both people's shoes though like if you're at school and you're like oh okay i just 
don't get my last year, then I'm sure you'd want the fifth year. Definitely. So I don't know. I don't really have a opinion on it, really. When was the last time you guys played playoff hockey? Uh, with Kenai last year. How'd you guys do? Uh, we lost in game five to go to the Robertson Cup. Damn. Do you still think about that game? Yeah, so uh, oh, you missed something, didn't you? No, so I I actually had <laughs> I had your first reaction. I completely I completely lost lost one of my edges, and I was the guy that like I'm really picky about my blades. So I had a a spare on the on the bench. So my line was out there, and I, I completely lost an edge. Couldn't turn, couldn't stop anything. So I was like, like you. D zone draw. Uh, I I change real quick to try to swap blades out. Someone else hops out there. Uh, other team wins the draw right back to my D guy that changed for me. Didn't block it back of our net. Wow. So I was kind of just thinking like, if I would have just, that wouldn't have gone around uh, you, huh? No, if I would have <laughs> <if I'd've> just <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if I would have just went out there with a bad blade and maybe just blocked the puck, got it deep and then changed, like yeah. it would have been a tie game, but instead we lost by one goal. Lost so, by one. Yeah. Gosh. Mason, what about you? Um, I played playoffs two years ago. It was one and done. We uh, we lost the first game, and it was very short-lived. Oh, so it was just, like, single elimination? Yeah. Okay. We we lost, like, 5 nothing. Wasn't wasn't great. Well, it's weird. I mean, the first the USHL round is best of three. The second one yeah. is also best of three. So Really? Yeah. And then it's like best that. of five, best of five. Yep. So you can have a really good team, whether you're number one seed like Tri-City <laughs> may well be. You lose game one. Your back's up against the wall. You're in the same venue. Yep. So the higher seed gets uh, the same venue for the – three games of the series but Wait, what do you really? think what this we the have first to play in the same same it's the same rink really three games interesting yeah, yeah last year was three of five uh, yeah and then you would either they the team got to choose so we played janesville first round keaton peters uh he was <laughs> i know he wasn't <laughs> there i know i know i know he played 17 <laughs> games this we were year, so. we were in janesville for the so first you were two playing games. charlie shane yep we were in janesville for the first two games and we beat them twice oh. but they had the option to either have the third game in janesville or wait a week and have it on our turf but we couldn't go to alaska so we played in uh i think it was a super rink or oh my gosh yeah where's that blaine blaine minnesota where so. the null showcase yeah, is uh -huh. with all the rinks not i'm not a null guy man <laughs> you're talking to a canadian with montreal <laughs> this is also like the biggest like hockey rink in i i know blaine minnesota also not a Minnesota guy. He's got eight rings. Yeah, in but it. he's got a Montreal Expos sweatshirt and a LA Dodgers hat. So well, according make, make to a Rocky, he's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, because I oh, could yeah, name we talked some about guy. this. Yes, you could name Vlad Guerrero, right? Please tell me yes. Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah, he's I, current though, isn't he? No, his dad. Oh, I'm so uh, old. Junior, I'm 25 years he? old, and I <laughs> Guerrero Junior's so current. Old. I'm pretty sure he was on my. I had this this computer baseball game. What backyard baseball? Yes, backyard uh, baseball. I love he backyard, was on my backyard baseball. Backyard baseball. Look, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only five years old. I love that. Dude, game. backyard baseball was the best. You had like Pablo Sanchez, yep. the short, fast Albert guy. Albert Pujols. Oh yeah, no, it was Alex wow. Rodriguez. Did you have backyard hockey though? Yep. So Paul Correa was my favorite player of all time. He was there. Martin Brodeur, yes. like Joe Sakic. Yep. Yep. Mason, did you play any games, or do you think we're just nerds over here? No, I, a Fortnite I, kid. Oh, I'm a big Fortnite okay. kid. Okay, yeah, he just cranks <laughs> oh. He probably just builds a bunch and just can't shoot, so he just no. builds away from people. I, I'm a sniper. Come on. I have oh. my shots. Okay. No, what, were you a video uh, game guy growing up? Yeah, but, like, I had to play whatever my brother wanted. We had to older share an Xbox. Older or younger? Older. Okay. Two years older. Gotcha. So he was a Call of Duty guy, so I have – 
been a Call of Duty guy. And, yeah, I had no choice on what we play. It was just whatever he was feeling. I got the bottom screen on the split screen. That was always me. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best video game player out of the, the team? I, I know you guys have played Probably on the road and thing. stuff like that. Really? Well, it depends. Like, sports games, you got, mm-hmm. like, Berkey and Raph that grind them. Yeah. Well, like, a couple guys. I'm horrible at, like, chell and st- mm-hmm. i never play i'm only oh. i'm with mason i'm only call of duty and yeah. fortnite stuff like that too but we'll rip it up and do so who's the squad well who's the squad then who gets kicked out who's the fifth man out there you got five guys on that's disrespectful that's the captain right well there. he's been taking naps every time we he we, we're leaving the rank and he's like yeah we play in fort we call him he's like nah I've, I've got a nap first two hours later we're eating dinner he's like yeah i won't be on today just like, well, his his girlfriend on. was in town, so she was, yes. Berkey, Berkey was, was playing, his Xbox. playing on his Xbox. <laughs> We've gotten Tom's a bit. We had a good squad with me, him, Oh, Thompson, that guy's got to throw his controller and quit after he just gets oh, no-scoped, right? He's, he, you just got to follow him. Like, yeah. He just gets You got to have him on a lost. leash. Yeah. So he's not a team guy. Oh, at all. <laughs> not at all. He's just running around, and then he's like, oh, there's guys on me while a we're Three on still, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three back, yeah. And then he says they're one shot. I know. And they're full health. That's this guy, too. Look, you guys got to get me in there one of these days or oh, something. We I heard you're just... pretty bad at chill. Yeah, okay. is that, is that true? That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Street. It's a really yeah, funny. I might have to really play you. Joke. You played Raph. I'm 3-0 and against Raph. Yeah, I I beat Raph. It was 8 nothing. Patrick Raph, if you're watching right now. It was like 8 nothing in a laggy game because his connection is, I don't know if he's hooked up to wow. a local McDonald's or the, the <laughs> Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is awful. And uh, I was put up 8 goals on him, and then it was so bad we had to just Mm-hmm. So, was it I, you that I was playing when you let me have like the the yeah, he's the all star yeah. team and I'm like Team Japan. I, Dude, I'm that bad. I lost by like you're five. You're kidding. I'm, I I don't like, even know well, how to like. Oh no, I gotta play game. you, man. You do, and we could do put it. We do it on Twitch. All right. Have the fans tune in. I'm down. That's what we did in I'm the in. pandemic. Me, Zach Erdahl, Dominic James. Shout out to those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played uh, ESHL together. It was oh, a lot of that fun. That would be fun. Don't him. look over here. You're not getting in the squad. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be a Twitch subscriber. Yeah, you'll be watching. Any questions for us so far? We got to get some questions in. Anything? Come on. I'll throw a donation um, down. Uh, one comment says, Emily says, hi, Mason. Score a goal from me. Whoa. Yes, Mason. Oh, what's up, Emily? I wonder uh, if that's a real person. I think that's it, though, right it's now. Definitely that's all right. Uh, if you want to text uh, Mason. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, no. That was it. That was it? Yeah. If you want to text Mason, Lucas, or myself, you got 10 more minutes at these guys, 402-464-5685. You're listening to Outside the Box. Usually we talk about the Lincoln Stars. We're talking about everything right now, Fortnite, yeah. Call of Duty. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You are listening to Outside the Box on 93.7 The Ticket.